0: Welcome, spooked listeners, to Goosebuds.
1: Goosebuds. Goosebuds. Goosebuds.
0: Uh, hi, my name is Chad. I'm here with my good friends Dom and Paul. Hello. Hi. We like to get spooked by young adult fiction books from the late '90s, preferably the works of Arl Stein.
2: Preferably. And hey, this is a straight edge podcast. We don't do drugs, even though it says Goosebuds <laughs> in it. We're we're just friends. We're just good friends.
1: We're uh, we're a couple of guys uh, who are up to no good. Uh, started reading Goosebumps in my neighborhood. In a neighborhood, yeah. <laughs> and then Chad came up and said, "Hey, let's talk about those uh, 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 in like a, a house or or or." And he was like, "No, like on a podcast, but maybe and a dead, dead house because that's the first episode
2: <laughs> on the internet."
0: On the internet, and you're like that is the spookiest thing I've ever heard.
2: <laughs> well, because on the internet everyone's kind of a ghost on the internet if you think about it guys
0: oh true you know it's also a really scary thing but our voices will be dead in like i don't know 30 40 <laughs> years at least these voices will be recorded forever and be like those guys are just a bunch of dead ghosts now
1: you know what's going to be weird is our sons and daughters are going to be listening to a dad voice <laughs> <laughs> Now that's a Goosebumps story if I ever heard one. For the really stupid people like why
0: did we not know that one of those three hosts was a serial killer later on? Why did we not see the signs? <laughs> why did
1: we not show? see the signs? It was right in goosebumps the whole time. <laughs> Goosebuds,
2: uh, uh, Goosebumps uh, book 189 dad voice. Very scary goosebumps.
1: Very book. scary goosebumps. <laughs> Can't
2: wait to talk about that
1: one.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in the Goosebumps lineage of books. Uh, I think we're going to do it chronologically as far as going through them. Maybe Absolutely. we'll change it up. Absolutely,
1: I want to get spooked in order.
0: <laughs> I think if we go in order, we'll really kind of see the mind of Arlstein, who totally yeah. wrote all of these books by himself,
1: <laughs> all by himself, all in front of his computer. That guy, that guy's, a, that guy's a worker, man. He showed up every day. He,
2: he laced up his boots. And he got to writing, man. <laughs> and he pumped out a book a week for a good five years.
0: Oh, at least. Yeah. There were times where his kids were like, Please just take me to school one day. He's like, I gotta write about these skeletons. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> He's like, You got you wanna go to work, kid? And the kid was like, Yeah, and that's how books fourteen through thirty-six were made. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he was like, Do you wanna be a skeleton or do you want me to write about these skeletons? Because there's two choices here, kids.
0: And he didn't kill of the any. Second, he, yes.
2: didn't, he didn't kill any of his kids. He didn't kill any of. That. As far as I know, he didn't kill any. They they all became books. They didn't. Really- I, I, <laughs>
0: can this be a podcast about us just accusing R L. Stein of murder? Can this just be a <laughs> slandering his name
1: of just being real mean to his kids? Like I remember one time, uh, R L. Stein took one of his kids and he was like, "Did you know that deep down inside?" who you really are and the kid was like hey, I'm, it's me Jimmy and he's like no you're a goddamn skeleton <laughs> <laughs> and you're just walking around waiting to pop out of that body and
0: spook some people <laughs> I remember one time Arlstein locked up one of the neighborhood kids not even one of his kids in the basement and he said he has food down there but he just slowly slipped scorpions down through the cracks of the doors
1: <laughs> and and then he made his artist sit down there and watch that so he could draw it the for the cover, cover yeah. attack of the stair scorpions <laughs> book 718.
2: I think it was book uh, 83 that was I Killed My Kid and Now He's a Skeleton uh, which was actually autobiographical argued that it was autobiographical It was actually
1: a confessional it was completely, it it said this was not Goosebumps, I'm putting it, I'm distributing it under the Goosebumps flag, but it just says real story on the front, (laughs) and it's about how he murdered his children. Which a lot of people don't
0: realize the O.J. Simpson book, If I Did It is actually a Goosebumps book, a very similar one.
1: It's It's
2: a it's one it for adults. It's ghost written by R.L. Stein.
0: Guys, since we're going to dedicate a podcast towards this book series, why don't we go around and talk about like what this book series meant to us growing up? Because we had to have some sort of connection, right? To do this, right?
2: Absolutely,
1: yeah. Hell yeah! And it's all about the scholastic book
2: club, <laughs> book yeah. of the month club, dude.
0: Which is probably not a thing anymore. I gotta assume that's been outlawed somehow <laughs> in the schools. Yeah, they were
1: like, yeah, you can't sell dumb books to our kids anymore. Get out of here. <laughs> There was well, what was that better. other series? Space Brat? Did you did you what? read that? Space I don't know brat. what you're, I don't know Yeah, what. it was about this like alien who threw these like temper tantrums and got his way. That sounds like the worst book series. It sounds yeah, like it's Bart a, Simpson. It's a brat. Yeah, he's a jerk. Anyway, <laughs> it, it was all about getting scholastic and then being like, which goosebumps are in here? And you passed over like the Nelson Mandela like autobiography oh, that was there for some reason. Yeah, And then you passed Remote over the Remlin's Quimby, yeah, right. <laughs> You passed over the, uh, the Gremlins 2 adaptation with full-color photos. Oh, that one's me. Uh, eight, page, eight pages of photos in the center of it. Eight, eight pages man. of photos. The rest of it is a, a, someone had to sit there, take the screenplay, and write a book about it. R, r, write the book version.
0: Oh, yeah. All the adaptations of like just movies you wouldn't be able to see as a kid. I have the book adaptation of me, myself, and Irene for some reason. Just to share. What?
1: They made that?
0: They made it for every movie for a while. But those are all in the Scholastic Books, books Club, even one about a guy fucking a watermelon.
2: You want to know when they, You want to know when America lost its literacy, when they'll be able to pinpoint it in history books? They'll be like, in uh, 1998, they stopped making book adaptations of movies. And that was when people stopped reading books. That's when they yeah. knew it was over.
1: Sorry, I only read books if they're a movie.
0: <laughs> the real, actually, hidden gem to those uh-huh. is that the writer sometimes would change the plot to the movie. What? Which is crazy. Really? Like I had one of for Space Jam. The uh-huh. ending to Space Jam is different in the book version than the movie.
2: You have to man.
1: tell us what it is. This is huge. This oh, is- I, no, no. <laughs> I heard. I heard
2: this story. I heard this story. Stanley Kubrick directed that, and the yeah. next chapter wasn't in the book when he got it. He That's wasn't right. happy with the adaptation of it. In the English
1: it. edition, but it's not in the American. Right, right.
0: Like the Space Jam book ends with the same kind of general. Like we can't beat the monsters; they're just too good. And then the doors to the gym burst open, and a tumbleweed comes blowing in. And Roadrunner shows up, and he goes, meep, meep, and Roadrunner beats all of the monsters because he would be the best at basketball since he's the Flash.
2: You're what?
0: what? Roadrunner beats all of the monsters because, obviously, the writer just loved Roadrunner, and that is the yeah, end of the book. Yeah, he was like, you
1: know who's not in this movie enough? My Roadrunner. man,
0: Roadrunner. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of it. Like, Bill Murray's like, oh, he did a good job, and that's the end of the book. Oh, my God.
2: Wait, 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 wait. Okay, I'm going to admit something. Haven't watched Space Jam for a really long time. Bill Murray was in that movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah,
0: he shows up at the end.
2: What
1: he says, "What a great Space Jam!" Oh, and then, and then it's the end of the movie.
2: Oh my God, I gotta get out of here, guys! All right, Goosebuds <laughs> is over. Uh, I'm gonna start a new podcast. It's called Airbuds, and uh, it's not about Airbud. It's about uh, Space Jam, but it's called Airbuds.
0: But we're already <laughs> way off topic on Goosebuds. <laughs> anyway, back elastic to this Book back club,
1: to Scholastic thing, right? All right. You got to goosebumps, right? <laughs> and you were like, oh shit, what is it this month? Right. A spooky hand coming out of a door? A goddamn walking around b- dummy who's talking and he's living around? what is it going to be? And then it was like the hammerhead shark one. You were like, I'm going to pass on this one. It doesn't look that scary.
2: <laughs> uh, sharks are in the real world, and that's uh, a real world of scary that I don't want to experience in this. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. That
0: is kind of the value of Goosebumps since it was just a franchise, and they were also all over the place because we can admit now at this point, we can talk later, but R.L. Sline did not write all of these. I know I said it earlier. He did not. But like you're like, Goosebumps, so you will go from like monster blood to Beware of the Beast to like just the shark book. And you like, these don't all sound interesting, but I'll trust Arl Stein. So it almost made you read other genres you wouldn't read.
2: I was scared of bees one because killer bees were a thing in the 90s. They were
1: killer bees, man. They're coming back. Mm-hmm.
0: I know we fought them in the Great War against the bees in 98, mm-hmm. but they're
1: coming back. I remember back. watching a movie where a family was being, a, it was a made-for-TV movie based off of real events that. where a family was attacked by killer bees. And it would, like, cover their entire body in bees. And then bee the fuck out of you until you die. <laughs> 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 They're coming, man. Killer bees are coming.
2: From Africa, dude. They're coming over. We're done.
0: Besides Jeez. the Scholastic alert, because it was a colorful catalog, was there anything else to draw you guys? Hold was on. How you did guys?
2: bees, how did we ever think that bees made it over from Africa?
1: Well, because people were like, hey, all this stuff is killing the bees. And then they were like, okay, well, we should probably tell people that bees are bad. So let's spread that <laughs> campaign.
0: Also, bees are really good at stowing aboard, like, ocean liners and just hijacking it as a sentient mass of bees. Because and they killed you kill know those everyone. motherfuckers
1: can fly? They, they can, can fly. fly. They'd they can rather fly. take the boat. They fly over the entire
2: ocean, dude. They just go, they just fly across the ocean. Amelia Earhart, pff, bees did it first.
1: These <laughs> did it first, but uh, uh, I'm sorry, Chad. Were you, were you trying to transition to what was it about these books that we liked? Yeah, I just, I, I I just was was like I mean,
0: them. to me, it was very much the like I've trusted this man. I will start reading everything he wrote because I was very naive and like this is Arlstein's vision. All of these, so you just read every month, and it was like five dollars. Is that what
2: you were like when you first interacted with Goosebumps?
0: I mean, I bought in early and just got it every month. And then I remember my mom going, like, you're not going to need to buy all of these. I was like, yeah, I do want to have a bookshelf with all of them, one through (laughs) however many. That was my kind of, like, attachment to Goosebumps.
1: It was like, you're kind of buying in almost like a comic book where you just get every issue. Well, what was rad about it is that if you missed a month or, like, you started collecting uh, somewhere in the middle, you could go to, like, these weird bookstores back when – People owned bookstores, and it wasn't just Barnes & Nobles. It's still like that today, I understand, but it's not so much. Anyway, you would go to these stores, and you'd be like, oh, shit, that's that Goosebumps that I don't have, and you would pay full price for it. And you'd be so grateful, because, again, it was like
0: 4 or $5. which was like children's children's money. You could still get that with a weekly allowance. Mm-hmm. Were they $5? And I'll, be, I'll, be,
1: I'll be honest. I didn't read too much of these because I just fucking loved the cover art, and I thought they were cool as fuck. So you'd just buy them and stare at them like wall art? Well, yeah, I would check them out. I would read them. I would read most of them, but I, 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 I would say I didn't finish most of them. I gotta be.
2: I have a completely different experience from you guys. I, me as a kid, and Dom knows a little bit about my history as a child. Uh, I do. I was a little bit of a scared kid because I had uh, I had some things that scared me a lot, um, and I was scared of goosebumps to start when it first came out. I remember being like, "Oh, I don't want to read that. That's too spooky." And then I remember reading one and we'll probably talk about this. Uh I was reading one and I was like this shit ain't scary. Cuz he does the fucking like cliffhanger at the end of the at the end of the chapter and you you know you get to the end of it and you're like oh my god, it's so scary. This is horrifying. And then you read the next chapter and it was like nah, it's not scary. It's just some normal shit that happened.
1: Yeah, everyone that's the goosebumps trope is that every chapter ends with and then something touched his hand. And then you're you like, turn oh. the page and it's it's literally it was his
0: mom. I'm instantly realizing <laughs> that with reading this first book of how much uh, it is. Should we should we just jump into the first book? Yeah, let's get into it. Okay, so this book might be the most boring one that I recall from Goosebumps, but maybe right. I'm just now a grown adult. You
1: know what? As a kid, I remember, uh, and this is Welcome to Dead House, Goosebuds goosebumps one. Oh, thank you very much
2: goosebumps one goosebumps one yeah
1: Goosebuds one goosebumps one you'll always it'll always be that way folks <laughs> but uh i remember this one as being uh, a particularly darker goosebumps book this is and true. now revisiting it i found that that is pretty true i think this is as dark as the series really gets really?
2: i never read this one oddly enough um because i was too scared so I didn't start. At it is a one. spooky old house on the it's cover. Yeah, Real just the premise
0: of just a haunted house is not nearly as interesting as in green stuff that makes you grow large or a little right. dummy. It's just yeah. a ghost house.
2: It said dead on the front of it, and that was the thing I was scared of. So I wasn't about to mess
1: with. Well, that Paul, Paul, you read the cover, which was "Welcome to Dad House," and you were like, "Okay, spooked one." And then you read the byline on the on the mm-hmm. cover there, and it said, "It will just kill, kill you. you."
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, was... Why would I want that? <laughs>
0: What was the <laughs> inflection for this byline it'll just kill you was it like kind of sassy like a guy from like e like it'll just kill you like that kind of thing or, was
1: it... <laughs> or or is it it's really funny inside i don't know is it gonna be is it gonna kill me in a comedic sense Right. I don't...
0: or more it's like just like a shoulder shrugging like it'll just kill
1: you yeah
0: it's just gonna kill you it was the nineties
2: it was the nineties it was the 90s <laughs> so it was, it was definitely it'll just
1: kill you the yeah. general
0: idea is I mean, it's not a lot to spoil. It's a pretty basic idea: is family moves into neighborhood. It's mm-hmm. pretty creepy and abandoned, and boy, oh boy, are there a lot of ghosts.
1: There's mm-hmm. a lot of ghosts. And what are the kids' names? It's it's Josh, right? One of them Josh is Josh. One of them's the them the like son? Ray.
0: One wait, of them's like wait, wait, Gertrude, what? which should have
2: been like uh, a major sign. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! I gotta look this up. I got. I don't think Gertrude was the name of the girl, no, was it? No, there was
0: one that was like, Dolores, Dolores Hickenini. And It was like, that's an old lady name, but you're a oh. seven-year-old girl.
1: Oh, right, later on. Oh, yeah. The they, uh, you know what, that's actually a good point, that he actually named the other children old names, which makes sense. Oh, sorry, Karen Somerset, which to me
0: just sounds like an old lady's name somehow. Karen. Yeah, not as bad as Dolores, but it still
1: seems like an old lady name, that Karen...
2: The kids are named Amanda and Josh, which are very mid nineties names. Without oh lie. yeah,
1: you're talking cream of the crop. Like you know, three Amandas and at least two Joshes. Yeah, I knew school.
2: I knew multiple Amandas in elementary school. Absolutely,
1: mm-hmm. you either knew a lot of Amandas or a lot of Ashleys.
2: There were at there were multiple. a lot of Mikes. Mike, Mike, Mike Mike's. Huge. Yeah, a couple
1: of Mike's.
0: A lot of Sarahs. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's, just think about, let's just think about all the kids I knew and all the things they've done wrong to me. The, you were saying how dark this was. Yeah, like, what are some of the crazy things? I, the first thing that comes to my mind is, and guys, I really wanted to talk about it immediately, was skeletons eating skeletons.
2: Hold on. I wrote three bullet points for this one. Okay. This book has it all: skeleton cannibalism, <laughs> ghost mercy killings, ghost genocide. <laughs> okay, yeah,
0: yeah. We got to talk about the idea that. So the first thing we reference is. The, she the kills- main girl character has a vision of like her family as skeletons eating other bones. Not even like, oh, they're eating turkey and you just saw the bones. Like they're just chowing down on a KFC bucket.
2: Not of bones. even, not <laughs> even maggoty, not even maggoty ass meat like a goblin would eat in Lord of the Rings. This is bones, just bones. This is
1: some fucking golem ass gnawing <laughs> on an old bone bones
2: like a very nonchalant
0: too. remember the description was it wasn't like they were just voraciously jumping all over me. like just like huh yeah i got soccer practice later today and just as they gnaw on a bone and then their faces started to fall apart right yeah there's a lot of like very very visual descriptions of like flesh falling off of them because all of these ghost people are um Weak to light, though that was kind of a strange thing because they were out in the daytime, weren't they? Like all the time.
2: Yeah, the the main villain of, of the book, his name's Compton Dawes. He plays the uh, real estate agent at the old beginning. Compton Dawes. Compton Dawes. Old Compton. old Compton. uh He he's out showing them around during the daytime, and his way of getting around being weak to sunlight is he puts on a cowboy hat.
0: Yeah, that was my first thought was I didn't realize he was a ghost yet. But when he shows them around, he puts on the cowboy hat because the dog runs away, and boy oh boy, is Pedia, real Rapscallion, the dog. But it's I was a like, handful. oh, this is no, this is my like child and dog
1: finding cowboy hat. Like he just put it on <laughs> as part
0: of his uniform. Uh-huh, uh huh.
1: Yeah. Uh, so so let's let's go through it here. So the kids the kids move into the house, mm-hmm. and and then there's Compton. That's what you were just talking about. And he's like, welcome to the neighborhood. Welcome to it's it's called. Is it called Dark Falls? Dark Falls. Dark Falls, Dark, Dark right? Falls. Welcome mm. to Dark Falls, a place that will never exist ever because <laughs> no one would live there. Yeah, did they
0: <laughs> rename the neighborhood Dark Falls, or was it a neighborhood originally called Dark Falls? Like, why is no one moving in here? This is a terrible development. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think
1: they got together as ghosts and they voted at Ghost City Hall to right. change it. Yeah, this is yeah. this is the main questions of like
0: they are. It's a, essentially a ghost neighborhood where we'll just jump to the end of it. They reveal that they bring in people, like, every year or so to move in, and then they kill them for their blood, which doesn't really explain why, but it's ghosts, so yeah, I question they never, really,
2: they never really say what they need the blood
1: for. Well, I bl- think it's a thing that children know that they need. So R.L. Stam is like, we need your blood, and <laughs> as a kid, you're like, no, I need that! I have a limited supply <laughs> of blood! Yeah, like, it's, that's the basic science that
2: I understand in fifth grade is that blood is important to me. I know you that. You only get much. so much. But the main question was, <laughs> how did the ghost put out a listing for the house? Because the uncle, the great, dead great uncle, which I made a note of, never, ever accept the house from your now dead great uncle who, who who never knew who lived in the town you don't know exists. Never
0: did Well, the that. uncle was fake, right? Didn't they reveal that the uncle wasn't even real? They're like, oh, yeah, you got tricked. It was just us putting out a listing and telling you there was your house.
2: Yeah. Because you, it's a form letter. See, this was the early '90s. People so weren't the wise to form letters at so, that point. So
0: Dawson or whatever is or Dawes is going to the post office and sending a letter. The ghost post
2: office, yes. The ghost
0: post office. The ghost office. And sending a letter that says like, "Dear, dear sir or madam, we haven't informed you." Like they're just doing the Nigerian prince scam. Yeah. Maybe that's what the Nigerian prince scam is at the end, man. Oh my God! If you actually go collect the money? Just a ghost Nigerian. Yeah, you just go to
1: ghost town, You USA. go to ghost Africa, yeah, man. Uh, also, th- bringing, you guys brought up Petey, which is their dog, who hates Compton. Something's wrong, guys. Something's weird about Compton, I don't know, because the dog just ran away. And that's pretty much what the dog does the whole the goddamn The dog runs book. away the yeah. whole book and leads them to new things. It should have been called, the book should have been called, Hey, where's my dog? Dude, where's my dog? The barking or, dog. Petey Petey the worst dog. Or <laughs> their parents, by the way, which are the worst parents. Very bad. Uh, their, their parents are typically, I'm too busy to listen to your crazy stories about what's really going on. Yeah, yeah. I have to do the dishes. And not even
0: like crazy stories sometimes, like the first thing the parents are bothered by is that they have to find their child. And they're like, ugh. I don't know. He's okay, I guess.
2: Like, your your son is gone. Dude, I made a, I made a note because the mom said, I'll kill him. And then, literally one page later, she says, I'll kill him. I really will. And Amanda said, that wasn't the first time she said that about Josh. And I was like, yeah, she said it, she, she said it a page ago. She said it a page ago. I took notes of it.
0: Oh, yeah. And also the fact that, like... The dad, I, I tried to make a note of it. There's no point. What is their job?
2: What do the parents have as a career? Because he I was quit, trying to focus on, like, the dad's quit his office job to focus on his writing career, which I made a note of. Oh shit, we got a, we got a The Shining situation here. All oh, right. I missed so that detail. That's, that's,
1: basically, that's basically what this book is. It's The Shining spread out throughout a whole town starring kids and skeleton to eat bones. Oh my god, you're <laughs> right.
0: It is just The Shining, except where they want to add them to the collective, much like yeah. the book version of The Shining is even worse.
1: Where they want to add, yeah, Danny. Yeah, absolutely. And it, That's exactly what it is. It's I remember reading this and being like, this is The Shining.
2: Yeah, but the problem was the dad was like, oh, we got a free house, but he forgot about uh, paying for food, electric, heat, school, taxes, and also Ghostbusters he forgot about paying for that. <laughs> he yeah, also was... forgot
1: about selling his old house cuz apparently he's like we still haven't sold it and well I guess I'm really banking on that to eat a, a can of beans yeah, the description of that there is a line nothing.
0: I made a note of where uh the girl says mean, we should just understand money what if once we sell the old house we'll never have to worry about money again. So <laughs> what is that house and is that just like a gold house that they're
1: just giving <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we didn't like the color yeah it's like
0: whenever they saw that is like they must have just flipped it real hard and they're gonna just gonna live off of that house money but then if you did why leave that house because (laughs) you have a house Uh, that's made of gold yeah and also the house didn't seem that great so why would you be lured to like you know lured out to take your whole family to write where you can write anywhere
2: Right, right.
1: No, I need to be alone in a big house with my family. <laughs> also mm.
0: imagine that man who has no emotion or any concern just what he writes. What if they revealed like what his book is? It would just be soulless, emotionless. <laughs> that just. would have been fantastic.
1: He's probably writing romantic, like extremely romantic graphic novels. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> extremely romantic. Dude, I read one in Ralph's the other day which was just vile. It was I mean, not vile, but it was pretty, pretty graphic. It was in Ralph's, anyway. (laughs) in Ralph's grocery store. All of those are just like
0: more and more erotic porn that you didn't realize. There's a very graphic blowjob
1: scene that I read in Ralph's (laughs) next to the eggs. If you want
0: to never look at Bill O'Reilly ever again, look up the detective novels that he used to write, right? And they're like softcore erotic fiction in the middle of his stories where his insert character. Just rubs his nose in women's lady parts. And it's like, you're. this is in your book. And then, like, my parents buy those. And he's like, oh, this what? is good, hard, conservative uh, journalism. Like, it's crazy what's in these just
2: romance novels. A good conservative doesn't lick a vagina. He rubs his nose in it. There's a That's lot of nose rubbing.
1: He shames himself in it.
2: <laughs> uh, I wanna anyway, mention, so, too, so
1: Amanda sees a ghost Amanda in sees the house. Amanda sees
0: several ghosts over the course of time kind of is okay with them like she freaks out but then she instantly just kind of lets them go
1: well my big problem with this book well okay maybe it's not the big problem but one of my big problems with this book is those fucking curtains that blow <laughs> yeah. that we have yeah. to know about that rl stein took the time to tell us about
0: oh yeah so there's curtains they her window curtains even though the windows close are blowing a
1: lot which is like does that mean a ghost is just there just waving them like or well, that's well, that's the thing. The first time she goes, the window was open. The second time, the, wait, the window's not open. Then guess how much we hear about the window for the rest of the book? Never. never it's again. never mentioned ever again. Never, who cares? Yeah. You could have done a
0: cool like foreshadowing where, like, oh, the girl who lived in this house like fell out the window, or something, or just something to even imply that the window make, has any significance. Make,
2: make them a little spookier other than, these are some spooky-ass curtains. Like, in, in Chapter <laughs> yeah. 5, in Chapter 5, before she even deals with the curtains... She walks into, into the house and she's like walking through it, exploring it. And she says, the door creaking slowly like a door in a haunted movie house closed a little more. And I was like, I, I did a thing. I did a five-second rewrite because I was like, that that could rewrite the, that, that scene right there. And I said, the door creaking like a scary thing from something else so I don't have to do any <laughs> hard work here. Closed a little more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we want to talk about like cutting corners. Also, I mean, maybe he was just padding it, but there is a lot of description of basic outfits and yeah. like things that people wear. Like, I keep thinking like these are all going to be hints or something. Like, if you're going to make the time to point out that a character is wearing like blue pants with brown shoes, you want that so that later on a character is hiding under her bed and sees like those same brown shoes, and you're like, oh, that's a callback. I know who that is. This, right. Most of the characters are just described like what exactly they're wearing, what color their hat is. Right. What, their, what their look looks like. I was like, I think you were just adding on 10 to 20 pages.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he does that. But, okay. He does a lot of things wrong like that. Let's just say, let me just say one thing that he does right in this book. That, that makes it scary for a kid reading it. You know what he does? That's right. Is he takes these kids and he puts them into this scary situation. And he makes the parents not listen to them. And I agree that they're bad parents because they don't listen to a lot of the shit that they say. But... This is the type of stuff that you deal with as a kid. You're like, oh, my parents don't listen to me. And and he does that, and he plays off of that pretty That's well true. in the beginning. That's true. I mean, mm-hmm. from a kid's mm-hmm.
0: perspective, you're like, oh, man, it would be terrifying if I was just left alone to to wander these playgrounds by myself.
1: I, I always love that about uh, uh, logic for children in like horror movies is that, like, uh, they'll be like, oh, we'll just tell Mom and Dad and they'll call the cops. Be like, you think the cops are going to stop Dracula? (laughs) Be like, well, you're right. I guess children with pieces of wood will stop Dracula.
0: These are all pretty easy ghosts to stop. We don't know. So later on, eventually, the the ghosts play their cards because the kids just... Petey just can't stop snooping in in the graveyard and finding tombstones with their names on it. Right. And then they play the card of, like, we already have your parents... Which is also like, so there's a point later on where uh, Dawes is like, oh, it's okay, kids. I know you think there's ghosts here, but I'll get you out of here. And he just drives
1: them to the ghosts. Yeah, <laughs> he just, motherfucker drives them to the ghosts in his goddamn cowboy hat.
0: <laughs> in the car. So they operate, like, they essentially live. In some ways, being a ghost might be okay when you just get to do everything.
1: But That's what I belive. was thinking. You just need a little blood, guys. You need a little blood they yeah, they got figure it figured out over at Dark Falls. <laughs> yeah, what's they, the sacrifice of one person's blood? In order
2: to be a ghost, that has a good time most of the time. You know, Yeah, mm-hmm. there's no real downside. They get to
0: play. I mean, they don't really ever seem to complain at any point about how. That's, that's part of the normal horror trope is like, if they're immortal, like, I can't taste food anymore. Or I, I don't right. know love. Or I can't get an erection. Or whatever it is. You're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, it would suck to be immortal because there's some tradebacks. So far we know is like they can't be out in the sun, but they have an awesome park and a really cool in-the-graveyard arboretum theater <laughs> where they probably do Shakespeare in the park
1: or something. Yeah, yeah,
2: definitely. But when the meetings aren't about sucking blood out of the humans
1: that just moved in, they probably do some Shakespeare, without a doubt. By the way, a dog dies in this book. Yeah, that's Dude, the yeah. saddest part. The- so that's 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 as... Dark as Goosebumps gets. A dog will die. Like nobody else dies in Goosebumps, as far as I'm, I I, I know. As far as I remember, um, yeah,
2: no no people die in it. Actually, they're more just. But they're like, with yeah, we killed your fucking thing. dog.
0: This is like they the say we killed your dog. Yeah, they're like, right? we killed your dog, and now we're gonna kill you. We have your parents tied up, which is a strange ghost thing to do. <laughs> like not have them like levitating and floating because essentially this all always keeps convening in there's some sort of strange. I think it's very much like the Hollywood Bowl in L.A., but just surrounded in a graveyard. That's what
1: I was imagining it as, actually. I was using that for reference. I was using the Hollywood Bowl. I was like, okay, that's where they are. That's the picture
0: (laughs) But it's like next to the graveyard for some reason. So do they build that? Like once they're all ghost towns, like, well, we got to have a fun place to hang out. Well, we have to have the theater. What happens if YouTube (laughs) wants to come by and perform? We're not going to have a venue for them. So, they're all, like, doing so. There has to be Shakespeare. (laughs) (laughs) But here's the thing. We don't know if they
2: used ghost rope. They could have used ghost rope.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, would that be a scary thing to do, like, ghost rope or, like, them levitating or just held by invisible... Instead, they're just tied up, like... Like bad guys in a Die Hard movie would do, like
1: guy, like a lady who's gonna be run over by a train. <laughs> right? They're right. using the same methods that wild ass West men did. Your ghosts just use your ghost magic. You're already walking around, driving cars and killing dogs. Just use your magic. Also, the other thing <laughs> about is I was gonna point out like what is the ritual for blood?
0: I just realized if they just need blood, just withdraw blood. Get a nice family to move in and be like, hey, throughout the year. We'd like you to do like monthly blood payments to us. Like we'll just we'll draw a little bit. We'll bring you over some sugar cookies because I guess we can bake things because we can manipulate objects. You could objects. even
1: hide it under the Red Cross. You'd be like, it's it, everyone in the town does it. You got to do it. Yeah,
0: and you just live forever, and you have nice human neighbors who never
1: know. Who ghosts, never know. ghosts, Apparently evil and dumb. Th- you know
2: what? You know what this book's about sustainable farming guys we, we didn't we didn't get it at the time
0: we you know? didn't get it resources the one uh detail is most interesting that's like where me wanted to, i the one most interesting thing is where they kind of hint at what happened and made the whole town ghosts right and it said there was like a factory explosion and then a yellow yeah. mist went over the town and that was the end of it and i was like that's what i want to know about i want to know about that weird yellow ghost thing yeah, that's that's the scariest part of the book is yellow mist. <laughs> it just takes over and turns everyone like that. But probably in- that ordeal when that happened is way more terrifying than we tricked you, got got a got a ghost house you moved into. Right.
1: Right. Instead yeah, of- but you got to you got to it was pretty good writing when RL Stine was like, and the ghost mist flew over the city or the, or flew over the town and it had on brown shoes and blue jeans. <laughs> Uh,
0: other really good R.L. Stein writing <laughs> moments in this book. Uh, I really like the I wrote this down because I thought it was so good is when the ghost kids kind of start confronting our main characters, these brother and sister, and like they're playing their whole cards like, yeah, we're ghosts. We're going to get you now. And they're just kind of smiling creepily. Uh, there's a line where the main girl character says like, you're in our but you're in our house. And the other girl goes, now we're dead in your house. And I just imagine them all like high-fiving each other
2: like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, yeah. Yeah, we got the title call added guys. We did it. Yeah.
1: (laughs) We did it. We're dead. We're dead children. There's a lot of little, like, (laughs) trying to put in subtle things
0: where, like, man, this traffic's just going to kill me. Like, little weird lines like that where the ghosts are all just hinting at, like, we do kill people. Boy,
1: I am dead tired. (laughs) Like, that's Uh, what Compton Dawes kept saying every time he was in the room. (laughs) Like, we get it. You're a ghost. Yeah, yeah. So like uh, the way this... you know what's what's funny trivia that I heard about this and I because I did a, i did some more reading on uh, on this book uh, throughout the week because I did that for some reason but uh, <laughs> apparently uh, uh, Petey is then this is this might not be true this is something I read Petey is the ghost in the Barking Ghost which is another oh, oh shit oh Adorable. my god it's a that's what I heard it's a callback yeah it's a callback oh okay we'll have to wait till we get to the barking ghost I think, like- I think it's 32 I think it's book 32 okay <laughs> well that's gonna be about a year from now but okay oh at least <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, that's that's actually interesting I did kind of like not to go off time but I did like when goosebumps kind of could call back to each other like either the sequels or the, the, the thing I would love most of the is if I found out that like I believe there's a series where monster blood goes in slappy or something did I imagine uh-huh. that like a fever dream
1: I don't Wait, know. Wait, he goes into
0: what? I thought they mentioned a time in the... Slappy blood was series. the doll, right? Slappy was the doll, and Monster Blood was yeah. that green like experimental goo that made you grow big. Oh, right, right, I right. I have right, this yeah. memory of like Slappy eating Monster Blood and getting bigger, and either Maybe I the... imagine that in a fever dream, or they did start to do more crossovers in the series.
1: Uh, you may have read that on my Goosebumps fanfiction <laughs> web ring, uh, where I post some stories on my Angel Fire site. <laughs> But if this is all in one world, which we'll have to look into
0: for theories to see if this all connects. Kind of like, oh yeah, you know how all the Pixar characters are all in the same universe, or all the Disney characters
1: are. All the goosebumps are all happening in one country, right? In, in right. Dark Falls, in USA, Dark Falls. Dark yeah. Falls. Uh, so, so we get to this. The, the, they got the they got the parents tied up, right? Mm-hmm. And they and they say, I know how we'll kill them. Because they they throughout at some point in the book they discover that daylight kills ghosts. Yeah, yeah. And you put a
0: flashlight on a kid ghost and you see his skin and bones just his melt fucking, away. His
1: hold on, hold on. So this
2: book is like we were saying is is pretty you know it's pretty edgy for and dark for a Goosebumps book because kids don't die. There's fucking face melting in this book, man. Uh,
1: the the little girl's ghost friend she looks and sees her face explode and melt. <laughs> here's what, here's what she says. And here's, here's
2: the thing, they kill her, they kill Karen Somerset, and the fucking girl <laughs> thanks her for it, the mercy killing, oh, that's what I was talking about yeah, at was, at the Thank you! That was she the craziest detail.
0: When she wanted to go out, she was like, thank you for this sweet release, which is a common ghost trope, but no one's holding them to any of their ghost life, like, they could, if they wanted to leave, they could like, we're gonna step out into the daylight, we could do it instantly, they could
2: all go away. <laughs> they could all. Yeah, well, that's cowardly, though, for a ghost to. to kill oh, themselves. they need to like, go out
1: fighting, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to go out fighting. That's that's the other thing. Like, if you're in pain, maybe just tell your friend, be like, "Yeah, I'm a ghost," and or, and be like, "By the way, could you like help me move on instead of I'm a ghost now be one of us?"
0: <laughs> yeah, like it's kind of like ghost Catholics where you can't suicide, you can't do assisted suicide, but if you die
1: right. in battle, you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The other the thing ghosts, that really bothers yeah, me... Yeah, the ghost crusade at the end. It yeah, the ghost, all all a lot of reason made reason, child yeah. soldiers. <laughs> old ghost god. You gotta be true to old ghost god. <laughs>
0: Were you guys confused all about the layout of... I know they just need to be practical, but the main climax of the book is that, okay, our parents are tied up. The ghosts are convening for, I guess, the blood sacrifice. Where I guess they're just gonna bite down on them. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? And they're like, okay, if we can just get some sunlight on them, there's this giant tree. If we can push it over... It'll cast sunlight down on the entire arboretum. It's like, what
1: is the layout for this entire right. cemetery? Yeah, where is the where is this tree? That was a big question mark for me because I couldn't imagine what the hell was going on. Here's what I'm because was like, whats what is what where is this exactly? Also, two children have the two children idea of pushing <laughs> a tree over. Two children <laughs> will just push a tree over. And it'll save our parents from the ghosts, which is a
0: thing that I think as a kid I never thought I could do. I think that's more of like now when I'm as an adult, I'm like, yeah, I could heel kick that thing. But as a kid, I'd be like, that's impossible.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would and be, like, they I'd do be like, and they do it, and it happens. Yeah, yeah I'd is, be like, I would be like, is, like,
2: tree tree equals bigger than me. <laughs> I like I know basic science. My mass is less than that. I'm not going to push that tree
1: over yet.
0: And that is one of the best examples of, and you already referenced it, but I think it's worth mentioning is how much the chapters end on a weird cliffhanger of the tree for example like we can push it we can push it and then they pushed oh no the tree's not going to go down end of chapter cliffhanger oh no beginning of next chapter the "The tree tree fell over like (laughs) the
1: tree just got done falling over like wait what (laughs) so all the goosebumps
0: books if these all follow that same pattern like i remember it's always going to be like now wait just a second before you end the chapter
2: (laughs) well you know i read a note about that i was like how did Arlstein not bankrupt his like credibility with me and other kids? Because he fakes you out every five pages. He fakes you out constantly. Like, how did I how did I go along for however many Goosebumps books that I read and go, you know what? Maybe something is around the corner this time. You know?
1: Every single time. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, is that he would just fill his stories with red herrings and things that don't go anywhere and then by the end of the book he'd be like by the way this was happening the whole time <laughs> which is the most <laughs> interesting part so what are some of the what are some of the really bad cliffhangers we can think of the very
0: beginning uh they go to the graveyard and it's like it looks like my brother is being chased by something cuz he's ja-
1: he's diving back and forth between gravestones yep yeah, yeah. that's a great that's a great one next that's page. that is probably my favorite is when he's being chased by a ghost. next page. But uh-huh. really he was What was he doing? Next page, he was just chasing the dog. was like, oh wait, I realized he was chasing the dog,
0: or like, then and that's when the ghost put his hand on my shoulder. Next page, it was my brother.
2: Like, yep, yep. Yo, I wrote that chapter four. It says I wrote another cliffhanger, and then in parentheses I wrote obviously Josh, and then I wrote chapter five. It was Josh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, or like, uh, uh, there's one in the end of chapter nine. Is they're hanging out with the kids. The kids started to tighten a circle around us. The kids were closing in. Next page. No, they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> I misread the situation. It's just like someone's just going, like, wait five seconds,
1: narrator, here's, before you tell us what's happening. Here's the worst one. This is the worst one. It's the final chapter. Uh huh. They're like, fuck it. Let's get out of Ghost Town, USA. They're packing up. They're about to leave. Wait a second. Another car comes up. Right. And it's a new family, and they're moving into the house. Oh, that pissed uh-huh. me off so much. And I... what do they do? They don't tell them yeah. that it's goddamn ghost town. They condemn them to being tied up by ghosts and suffering the same consequences. They just fucking hightail it out. Yeah, of and you
0: see the realtor Compton, like he's back, and I don't understand like what are you in a rush to get to? You either <laughs> are worried they're gonna tie you up again. But you're not because you can overpower them at this point. And it's the broad daylight. You be like, hey,
1: uh, excuse me. I, I don't know if you want to move into that house. Uh, it's a ghost house. Or, uh, by the way, that man uh, who is selling you this house, um, he tied me. He's a ghost first. <laughs> he's a ghost. Uh, and he tied me up last night. And then I think he was going to, I think, murder. But, he, I mean, the whole town was there. So they could probably have done anything. Oh, yeah. Or they could have been more... I, and by the way, we ruined their ghost
2: amphitheater where they do their blood sacrifices, but I don't know, maybe they have more blood sacrifice amphitheaters around here. I have no idea. But I
0: understand you know? that the property value is now lower because we ruined their nice theater. I mean, they also could have been really nice about, like, uh, ex- excuse me, I assume you already know this, but just in case you
1: don't, uh, ghost house. Uh, <laughs> uh, b- by the way, uh, they murdered our dog. <laughs> uh, I would, I would say... Uh, let your dog go or uh, move, by the way. So they just they just let this family move in, and and, and who knows what happens. Yeah, because we if, didn't get Welcome to Dead House too. You know you what? Also, you know what?
2: The <laughs> book? The book? The humans are the real monsters, guys. Oh, That's, it. It That's it. That's yeah. it. If
0: you were moving into a ghost house, if you were moving into a new house, and you saw a family just in a sweaty panic, probably like half crying, even though they seemed okay with everything, just right. like maybe their
1: wrists looked bound at one point
0: currently moving out of your house wouldn't you be like oh hi i guess we bought the house from you or are you our <laughs> uncle cuz we inherited it from you let's talk for a minute cuz is there anything we should know about the house termites or something
1: nah it's probably one of those fast towns where everyone's in a hurry and they got to go <laughs> fast
0: was it also strange that they designated a certain house the dead house and they all just assumingly lived their lives in the neighborhood like it was like it was like a cul-de-sac where there's just all of these other houses. It's like It's weird. No one's ever outside, or there's no lights on everywhere, but we're
1: just living alone in this dead house. Right? I also don't like that it's called Dead House because it should be called Dead Town because the house has the only thing that's living. Yeah, right. As, it be... Hosts hosts the only living beings in town. Right. The town is dead.
2: Yeah, Dead Town with Live House. That's what the title of the book should be called. Yeah.
1: And, it, and, it, and the byline should be, uh, 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 You'll just live in it. You'll
0: just love it. The, the title should be called Dead Neighborhood Minus One Small Lot Approximately $200,000 Value.
2: <laughs> Dead Neighborhood it should, it with be... one house. Uh, also, that's the house that this book is about. Where uh, people live.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, stop on by Dead Town, and then, and then the little subtitle or the little text up there, it's going to say, Petey the dog will run away <laughs> for about seven of the, of the 18 chapters. Get ready. Yeah,
0: what are are the lessons learned from this book as... You're supposed to have some sort of lesson, right? Like the kids should learn something. They really don't.
1: They don't. I guess the parents learn to listen to their kids, but they don't.
0: Yeah, they kind of like, oh, Uh, they don't seem to say thank you very much. Like, we got out of there.
2: Chapter 15 with the the horror that befalls the town that causes all the ghosts. uh, I read that as plastic is bad. I don't know because <laughs> was a plastic. Yeah, factory. I guess
1: yeah. There's some sort of environmental thing like going 90, on. Yeah,
2: ninety-two people hated plastic at that point. I don't know.
1: Killer bees and plastic, man. <laughs> man. So it goes
0: back to the renewable resource energy stuff. Like, yes, also find a lifestyle where you can just live forever off a medium amount of blood. Also, plastics never. You know, they might be renewable, but they
1: never go away. But they're sp- gonna shoot. They're gonna spray that. Yellow mist and get you. <laughs> well, yeah, like so.
0: Let's see. I'm trying to think, what would have been the plastic ghost? Because if, I remember thinking, like, oh, it's a mine or something. So they unearthed some sort of, you know, you know, kept away crypt demon. But if it was plastic,
1: were they just mixing chemicals? They'd be like, hey, uh, I got a great idea. It's gonna be blue plastic. Check this out. <laughs> Yellow gas. Yeah. Or like
0: the new manager of the factory is like, we gotta really cut corners on this plastic. Should we get this new chemical called ghost? Ghost chemical. <laughs> do
1: you guys want to make dead potion? <laughs> hey,
2: I got, guys, I got an idea. Let's put blood in the plastic and see what that does. Because blood magic won't mix with the plastic and kill us all. And one guy's and like, I you don't boys, know what I'll do.
1: I'm gonna go for a swim in the plastic. <laughs> see you
0: soon. <laughs> all, well, by golly, that sure looks great. What do we all get in the plastic? Why? That's
1: what killed the town. Is everyone jumped into the plastic pool?
0: <laughs> they're, they're all idiots, and they just sell it as a money much more horrifying thing, like, yeah, we were just minding our own business, and a yeah. yellow cloud went over I was like, really, they were just having a dumb pool party. They, oh, we, just...
1: we, got, well, we, we, we swam in hot plastic. <laughs> so the lessons from the book are,
0: uh, don't make plastic. Uh, no. Check your unknown cousins and uncles to see if you inherit something from them. Be careful. Mm-hmm. And if a guy
1: wears a cowboy hat,
0: trust no one maybe with a comes. cowboy hat maybe no he's a
2: ghost no. i i also have uh if you're friends with a ghost kill them because they'll be happy about it yeah they... yeah you can kill a ghost and get away with it <laughs> yeah
1: it's a free Pretty kill easily. It's a free kill. thank you
0: <laughs> yeah is there uh they didn't really go into it there's no real guidelines of why they needed to have helped them out like they're like it's got to keep an eye on you for a while then we're gonna tell you about the ghost thing like just do it instantly like why drag it out become friends with them just right oh, wait, do you think the dead neighborhood ever rejected someone? Like, Because think about it. If you make them dead, they're with you all the time. They are your neighbors for, theoretically, infinity.
2: Do you think there's a homeowners association for this neighborhood? And they were like, you know what? You put a flag out there. We only allow flags in the backyard. Yeah, Um, they definitely had homeowners
0: meetings where they talked about, like, okay, so uh, should we let the McHales be part of our dead neighborhood? I mean, they've been okay, but... (laughs) He is, like, part of the tea party. I don't know. He's got a lot of weird ideas. Should we let You know him? what? I'm
1: calling Compton. Compton's probably got his finger on the pulse to this one. Uh, he's going to go ahead and fix this situation. Old Compton <laughs> Dawes in his cowboy hat.
0: But they just going to drive them out. And if they want them to not live in the neighborhood, I guess they, like, give the neighborhood they like would pull pranks on that family or something to get them to move out they would all like play music too much and drive down the property valley to get them to move out so they're not and that's how
1: we got the burbs (laughs) we get the burbs the great (laughs) the burbs this is this is the shining and the burbs (laughs) yeah
2: it's the real curse is the burbs that's what we that's the real curse that we got from this was the burbs
1: wait were we talking curses or morals well,
0: we're talking morals, but also curses are kind of the same thing.
1: They're, they're pretty much the same thing.
0: Don't
2: live in the burbs. It's a curse. That's a moral yeah. and a curse. Yeah, live Fast. in the city. There
0: won't be dead
2: cities. That's too much.
0: Like that's gonna. That's be too no.
1: many people for children to read. Yeah,
2: stay in the cities where it's safe.
1: <laughs> stay in the cities where no goosebumps will be taking place. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So maybe the best way to wrap this up would be uh, if you guys had a chance to fix the book, how would you make it scarier? Is there anything you guys would do differently?
1: Well, I really like the idea that you threw out there, which was miners unearthing like this ancient, like kind of like spooky thing. You know, that's a lot more cooler than yellow mist that killed a town. Uh, (laughs) uh, And and also who got together and made the graveyard if it killed the whole whole town there? Oh, my God, you're right. I guess they could to
0: bury their that's own bodies. Even though like right. ghosts burying their own selves, that's more terrifying than
2: this book. I mean that's what this book is. They're burying themselves they they just they're perpetuating this like cycle of death through this entire thing. I think the undertone is scary in this book, but they don't they don't do a good job unearthing it. You know
0: what would make this book scary? I think my version would be they move into the house and the first like ten to fifteen chapters, yeah, they're acting kind of weird. There's a little bit of stuff like that. But the real scary thing is they realize that there's termites in the building.
2: Like, (laughs) oh
0: man, that they get a lemon of a house and
2: like the upkeep's gonna be ridiculous on this.
1: Yeah.
0: And they just slowly lose more and more money and they're like, I don't know if we're gonna be able to pay for this. Like dad's writing job is real bad and just like the horror and the stress That terrifies me as a 26-year-old. That is way scarier than, like, ghost I'm trying to flashlight at. Get out of here.
1: There's nothing to eat, and you walk into the kitchen, and it's just Dad sitting there writing his shitty (laughs) stories. you're like, God (laughs) damn it, Dad. And he's like, hey, wait, while you're here, let me run a story idea by you. And you're like, oh, no. And that's where you yell at him, and it's hot, and you're sweating, and you're both sweating, and there's goddamn, the sun is setting, on you. the ghosts are about to come out. <laughs> also, there's ghosts. There are still ghosts. Uh, but the but the but the horror is the situation your irresponsible father has set yeah, you. Yeah, the really
0: trite story trope ideas he doesn't realize he just took from old books that we all read. I'm gonna <laughs> yell
1: and I'm gonna be sweaty. Wow. <laughs> That's way more terrible. But terrifying. it's gonna be awful. Just think about that. Think think about having to yell at someone, having a, a heated conversation in the <laughs> hot sun. It's hot and you're sweating. That's more terrifying than this book.
2: That sounds painful. You know what's really scary about this book? And they, they could have used it. It was in there. It was in the subtext. There's no Pizza Hut. In 1992, there's oh no God, Pizza God. Hut in this neighborhood? <laughs>
0: move out there's no franchises there's no subway in dead neighborhood
2: that's a dead neighborhood right there it doesn't have a pizza hut man oh my god you're right it's it's
0: not a dead house with like full of ghosts it's a dead neighborhood in far of like it's one of those neighborhoods where a bunch of rich folks who live near like a football stadium all own the properties (laughs) they were like we don't want pizza
1: hut we don't want pizza hut here
0: and you're living in just an abandoned neighborhood and have nothing
1: to do that's horrifying that's that's horrifying that's scary. I've I, I've had I've been in those towns though that have been like, um, we don't want a Pizza Hut in our town. Yep. We're like, no, no, guys, it's good. <laughs> Wait, they're you trying to drive. What, do they? Are they above
0: it? Are they like Beverly Hills? where yeah. they drive out certain yeah, businesses? Yeah. yeah, There's
1: some places back home, uh, in Pennsylvania that uh, would do that. They would be like, okay, we're all going to publicly boycott the subway that opened. <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I get like a Walmart, but you gotta have the
0: Fran. Even like you know Pizza Hut's like you know cardboard pizza i get that but you need to have the pizza hut for those moments of weaknesses and kind of the same way you need to have pain so you can know pleasure you need to have the pizza Hut so that when you have that really premium pizza you understand and appreciate it
1: right Mm -hmm. absolutely that's goddamn terrifying yeah that's goddamn terrifying this is how i would fix the book okay get rid of the dog all right damn that's like half the book (laughs) that's half the book right we cut it down It's it's real short now we get rid of the dog we we have the brother turn into a ghost Okay. somewhere towards someone in the middle of the book who knows, and then uh, and then the girl gets turned into a ghost. <laughs> that's, that's just how it is. So yeah, everyone just and then, does. and then and then they get in a car and drive away. And then it's like what? And then they're they're gonna be this. They're spreading the ghosts. They're turning all of America into ghosts.
0: Oh my god, that's actually yeah, that's way darker. Like they it succeeded. And they're like wait we ran out of houses. I guess we need to expand into a new neighborhood. You just see them. Oh,
1: urban, oh, suburban dude. sprawl, and, huh? All right. And there's scorpions coming down the stairs in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, what would be more scary is if all of these ghosts who seem kind of privileged
0: and all seem white, this seems like a very white neighborhood. Mm-hmm. This is a very waspy,
2: waspy ass yeah, ghost If they just move yeah.
0: into, like, a smaller city area and just gentrify and just kick out, like, smaller, lower-class people, but they are also make them all ghosts at the same time. So it's just (laughs) a double scary thing about cities. You see,
2: every year we need to raise housing prices
1: in a low-income area. (laughs) Did you know that I can rent an apartment without a refrigerator or stove?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Here's something I wrote that I thought I'd never write in my entire life, Okay, which is, this seems to be a straightforward affair, as far as Arlstein R. is confer- con- concerned. You know what I'm saying? Like this one seems like All right, I'm going to write this series. I just got to write one and I got to get it out there cuz I know this shit gets bonkers later on. Oh yeah, on this in is the my series. theory.
0: Is my theory is that Arlstein made a pretty by the basics book. This is a pilot. This is a pilot book. It's a pilot and then at some point he stops writing them. I'll be, be very curious to try to find the tone and see like when he stops writing them. Yeah, and like they just like started just do like okay sure what hey random guy who wants a writing credit like we'll give you five thousand bucks to write a Goosebumps like what do you got like I, I don't know like a comic book villain that's comes alive and he turns other people into comic books
1: sure yeah. like, like
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah here's five thousand dollars go do it okay. Yeah, go for it. <laughs>
0: Uh, very, very amused. I think the main thing is gonna be like, let's follow the journey of Arlstein and his madness as we go through this, this book series.
2: I agree. and uh, and we were researching him the other day. Apparently he wrote the Fear Street series, which is a teen novel, like actual teen, uh, horror novels before he wrote these.
0: Yeah. Oh wait, I'm sorry. I didn't realize Fear Street's before this? Yeah. He wrote those in the late eighties. So Fear Street was
2: after. Yeah, That's what I thought because I thought this was the first one, because I assumed the reason that he made the dad a, a writer was I thought it was a little bit of like a, "Oh, here's me, you know, Like he put himself into the book a little bit, but, it, but apparently not.:
0: Hmm. We might have to go back. I mean, to answer your question questions, we're going to do this chronologically. But we're also aware of Fear Street. We're aware of Goosebumps 2000.
2: Oh, hell, yeah.
0: Goosebumps, Choose Your and Adventure. We'll definitely have to dip our toes into those as we go through these. The next book that we're doing
1: is Book Two, which is Stay Out of the Basement. Correct. True. Oh damn! Is that You're is that a hard one for you? Is that y'all ready you for that? that? Look, I don't know if I don't know if you guys know this, but there's a spooky old hand coming out of the basement, <laughs> <laughs> and it says on the cover. Something's waiting in the dark. <laughs> oh, I remember this one. This one's
0: definitely uh, a little darker, if I remember right. If you guys are looking up Goosebumps to read along with us, let us know which ones you are reading, because the covers vary differently. For Out of the Basement, right. there is the uh, weird plant scientist man at a lab table, <laughs> which is definitely more of a spoiler of what's in the book. There's <laughs> well, the creepy you're... green plant hand reaching out, yep. I think Dom's talking about. And then there's just now yep. these remade covers where, like, they've just refreshed them for a whole new kid. Where, like, I don't know. I guess the hand has, like, an f- iPhone or something.
2: Like, or whatever it is. <laughs> Stay out of the basement. There's no reception there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think about up. That's, that's a good first episode. I think that's a good first episode.
1: I think we yeah. really got, we found what we wanted to say about Goosebumps. And I think we're going to say something similar about Stay Out of the Basement. I don't want to judge too quickly. Right. But I'm, I'm not, I don't have great expectations for it.
0: I guess I don't have expectations for most of this series <laughs> other than let us yeah. reflect on our fears as kids and what actually worked and what was actually scary. Because these were like early 90s. We didn't even know right. what terrorism was yet. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if you're finding this podcast and don't know who any of us are, which just likely how this started, you probably know at least one of us. Guys, tell us where you're
1: from. What else do you do? i'll go first because my name is hard to spell on twitter <laughs> it's dom Mosquiti at dom Mosquiti and Mosquiti is spelled m-o-s-c-h-i-t-t-i i also do the fantasy fiction podcast with josh henderson and uh i believe you'll be on it real soon chad Chad, chad paul's been on it but yeah. i'm
0: so stoked to write some wonderful wonderful fiction uh, Dude, also don't a, forget syndication station also oh, solid. syndication
1: station our other podcast where we watch tv that's on netflix you guys watch it with us you leave your comments we read them and talk about it on the show and do may be worried dom's got three podcasts i'm, I'm doing I'm, i pretty much just live in a podcast
0: now you might be like <laughs> oh dom the third podcast i don't know if you can juggle all of these dom is a man of incredible
1: endurance indeed I, guys i'll read a book i'll watch ai i'll watch a tv i'll write a story myself <laughs>
0: <laughs> Paul, what about you? this is your first. Po- this is your second
2: podcast, right? Second podcast, yeah. Dom, I just want to say, Dom is the triple threat—the true triple threat. You're I'll the crown. You.
0: you take the whole
1: preekness. Yeah, Freddy's coming for you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, this is my second podcast. I, I, I've been doing a continue cast um, for a couple of years now, actually. I guess um, where we where it's like a book club for video games, and I'm also on the show continue on the YouTube's. Uh, youtube.com slash continue show no and, lie uh,
0: you guys really are like the best show on YouTube continue is so great
2: don't say that but uh, thank it, you but don't it say really that it really
0: is you guys are wonderful and uh, if you found me I have this podcast I do with these wonderful guys mm-hmm. I do a uh, conspiracy theory paranormal podcast called Paranoia Shop uh, which is spelled fancy S-H-O-P-P-E you can find that all on paranoiashop.com and I work for Polaris which is a weird YouTube network thing that exists It's so weird. It's Disney bought it. Yeah, Disney bought it. (laughs) This is interesting. You kids are making videos about video games. Cute. We'll take it.
1: I'm a sentient (laughs) talking mouse. Let's get on. And hey, by the way, if you're enjoying this podcast, because guys, we already bought the books. There are more episodes coming. If you're enjoying the podcast, leave an iTunes review. That'll greatly help us out. It'll help us. Uh, expose us to more Goosebumps fans like yourselves. Guys, we're pretty hard on these books, but it's only because we love them. True. Hey, and we checked
2: it out. There may be other Goosebumps podcasts on the internet, but we're the best goddamn
1: one. We're We're the the best God damn Goosebumps podcast on the internet. We
0: already started a turf war with the other Goosebumps podcasts. <laughs> We're going
1: to go start finding
0: them, talking smack, and challenging them to knife fights.
1: <laughs> I'm juiced up on
0: monster blood, bro. Come and get <laughs> Yeah, please go give us uh, a review on iTunes. It actually does help out a ton. Uh, you can write to us at goosebuds at gmail.com. Uh, we'll have a Twitter account set up. Uh, we're going to put this on the youtubes so there'll be different ways, but please reach out. Let us know what you thought of these books, especially if you start reading along with us that's going to be the real fun thing.
2: yeah, and I, w- I want to hear what people have to say, and I also want people to write in about what they want to hear us talk about the Goosebumps books. you know give us give us your talking points, this and that. you know it, right now this this is the, the beginning, but we we definitely want this show to evolve as we go along.
1: Guys, Newsflash, we're weird nerds who are on the internet all day. So if you leave a comment, we're probably going to read it. So leave one. <laughs> <laughs> we live on the, the internet. If I, I'm not working, which is sitting in front of a computer looking at the internet, I'm enjoying a little relaxation of playing a video game, which is sitting in front of my computer and being on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the scariest I thing I had
0: had those f- would be if you took out the internet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's to stay out of the basement that's what's so scary
2: about that book it doesn't have the internet down there that's hard is that about a
0: guy j Owen in the basement with his green hand <laughs> hey don't go down there from 3 30 to three forty-five. that's dad's j o time that's, that's,
1: that's dad's j o power hour that's
2: when dad works out down in the basement
1: <laughs> and i'm putting that in quotes because i want you kids to find out what that means later in life
2: <laughs> Hold on, real quick. Just so you guys know, I did send a form letter to the other Goosebumps podcast, offering them <laughs> a house from their uncle that they don't know existed. Uh, no, it's a, it's a dead house. I rented a dead house for them, guys. They're gonna be dead soon. Oh, got him, Compton. <laughs> <laughs> just call me Paul Compton Richie. <laughs> I can
1: I can hear the cowboy hat.
0: Guys, thanks so much for listening again. Uh, please tune in for the next episode. Stay out of the basement.
1: And until next week, <laughs> listen beware, you're in for a scare. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so
2: much, Tom. And we totally didn't try to do that four times, guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Have a good week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.